<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. All right, welcome to Young Money Podcast. My name is Diana Menezes. And I'm Vince Galanco. Thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where, you know, we try to reach out to young entrepreneurs or young at heart entrepreneurs and learn how they're making money. I think yeah. Filipinos in general or, or just people in general are shy about asking about finances and figures. Like, do yeah. you usually do? I mean, it's kind of rude, right? D, if someone came up to you and like, how much are you making? Yeah. yeah, that would be rude, right? I mean, it would honestly be rude. Uh, and I, I don't know when you can ask that. Like, is there a point when you can? Like, if you're super close friends? Siguro sa ating kultura dito sa Pilipinas, pwede yung parang palusot lang. Like, oh, if we, if we enter into this business, how much are you expecting to earn or something? But it's very difficult, actually. It's... Unlike you're here in this podcast, you can just go straight forward because ito naman talaga ang topic natin, di ba? But if you're just asking, like, straight up to people, I think it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's hard I mean, to make that... That discarte to, to sneak that yeah. in there. But here we, yeah. we brief our guests from the start. We already tell them, hey, we're going to ask you about money. So don't get yeah. offended or anything. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's, for, it's for our viewers. Before getting into it. Exactly. So uh, our guest today is a good friend of mine. Um, uh, he actually helped me get into this whole online gaming craze that has to do with cryptocurrency where you, you can earn real money online before actually before we invite him on you also have an some sort of crypto or nft show right could you t- tell correct. me about it so i have this uh online show every monday 8 p.m it's called mug nft marketplace now it's actually uh this this show was pre- is produced by the first nft marketplace of the Philippines. Yes, which is also they're trying to develop. And what we're trying to do mainly is to expose this new thing, you know, like cryptocurrencies and as well NFT, the NFT market and the, this whole thing to Filipinos. Because as we all know, supply and demand long on crypto. So if Filipinos are after it and if Filipinos are supporting it, just like what happened to Ethereum, right? When yes. the Russians started supporting supporting it for the ones who are watching us right now and and they don't know anything about crypto yet. It's just a matter of you believing in it, and supply and demand will be the one that will make it, will give it a place on the market. So, ganon din ang gusto natin mayari sa atin. Like, if we have our own crypto in the Philippines and we have our own market for it, hopefully naman, kagatian ng mga Pinoy, para sisikat din siya sa buong mundo, di ba? I'll try to give a simple explanation also of NFTs and crypto. But before I do that, where can people catch your show in case so they, they want to? They can catch the show on the Facebook of Mug NFT Marketplace now. And then for the ones who are familiar with uh, the token uh, venture, they will they will know about that. But that's on Facebook as well. So it's, it's every Monday, 8 p.m. Kasama ko si Marvin Favis, which he's also like a very trending TikTok tiktoker right now about crypto teaching a lot of people how to do crypto a lot of filipinos and i like it you know because now we're reaching the masses and hopefully okay well for those not familiar hopefully you do tune in but crypto is a huge thing it's more on uh the reason cryptocurrencies are growing in the world is because it's supposedly a way to keep your money that's better than a savings account because it's growing much more than a savings account 
Yeah. Uh, one, two, supposedly the beauty of crypto in the future is it is secure and safe and untraceable. Uh, so that's the reason people want to get into it is because supposedly evil governments or whatnot can't trace your money and, and steal your money or whatever, things like that. Especially the generation prior to ours understand the importance of crypto because it's kind exactly. of difficult right? to exactly. make understand, yeah. So that's the very basic. It's more. It's a bit more complicated, but that's the most uh, basic I can explain it. And then NFT stands for non fungible token. They are pretty much online anything, anything online pictures or videos that has a unique digital stamp that can't be replaced. So this will be like the authentic picture online, the first authentic picture. Yes, you can copy and paste the picture, but this is the real original one worth money now. So imagine like having the Mona Lisa, the picture, but you have the original no, digital I was just going to mention that as an example. That, <laughs> I love that. I think, they, I think all the, and when they explain NFTs to you, I think that's the example they use. So maybe. I have this other, yeah, I have this other explanation. Like for example, if you have a lot of jackets, Mm -hmm. like literally like jacket yeah. long like yeah. you know and then there's this particular jacket that you know you just always wear and if you go to the store pareho lang naman siya you can buy 10 of the same jacket but because the ja jacket belongs to someone with a history of something that is really special you know what I'm saying okay. then you can actually make it into a non-fungible token and make it special. Like, for example, something that it belongs to an athlete or someone really, you know, as long as it has a different value for that person and they will make it digital, then that will be also a non-fungible token, even if a lot of people have the same. Our guest today actually works in that where he's the founder of Axie Academy, which is a guild that specializes in this game called Axie Infinity. And the game is one of the fastest growing NFT games around the world where people, especially in the Philippines, can play to literally earn crypto, literally earn money just for playing the game. Uh, yeah, and, he was, yeah. and what happened was it's expensive to get it, to buy into it because you have to buy these Pokemon, these Axies to play the game. Uh, and they got to a point where one one Pokemon, one Axie, was at there was a point where it was three hundred dollars each. So and you need three of them to start. So it's like fifteen thousand pesos to start. So what wow. people do was if they can't afford to start, they get a scholarship, which is sort of like you get a manager. They call it a manager who, who sort mm -hmm. of the he invests, he he pays for the team, and he lets you play it. He lets you borrow it. And in exchange, you split the profits. And the splits are anywhere from 70-30 to 50-50. So uh, with 70% going to the scholar. So uh, this guy, was he's been doing it for quite a while. So let's go pick his brain. A friend of mine, Peter Ng. Welcome to the show, Peter. Hey, guys. Hey, how Hi, you doing? <laughs> Great so to meet I, you. I gave a brief description of you, but maybe you could tell us more about you and Axie Academy. Yeah, sure. Um, so my background in crypto and especially in the Philippines is um, I was basically uh, about three years ago um, and, and I guess till today, I, I've been an owner, uh, a partner in a co-working space. And um, in this co-working space, um, I was very fortunate to have an event space, which I could basically run events for in um, at, at 
anytime I wanted to. And um, basically, uh, the crypto and kind of blockchain technology um, really fascinated me um, ever since uh, 2016, 2017. Do you guys remember that far um, that we had that there was like a mini bull market then? And um, uh, there was a lot of new technologies and projects coming out at that time. Um, and uh, what happened is in 2018, um, the, the market started going down. There was a lot, of, like, a lot of people leaving the market. No one was talking about it anymore. But then I thought it was the best time to start learning about the technology and actually, you know, what, what's so great about it and why is it so sustainable? And so uh, using my co-working space, I used to host uh, meetups and uh, events. Uh, bringing together kind of all the cryptocurrency experts and blockchain technology kind of uh, developers. And we used to talk about the technology with like the local community and we used to introduce all the new concepts. So, um, yeah, as, as Vince mentioned, uh, I was very fortunate to get involved with Axie very early on. And uh, the reason for that is quite literally I was, you know, running these events, right, um, in the local community. So this is a space in a co-working space in, in Makati. Right. And um, people would come down and basically learn about it. And uh, we brought Axie into the Philippines uh, initially in 2018. So oh. before it kind of like blew up and, and went crazy. And so that's that's kind of uh, how we first got into it. And uh, if you can imagine, right, Axie was not the same um, as it is today. Like it, there was no even mobile version of the Axie game. And uh, people couldn't play against each other. You would play against the computer. So um you know, Axie back then in 2018 was not what you see today. But what 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 has happened in in the middle is just phenomenal. It's huge. It's huge. Like everyone I know is talking about it. Everyone I know asks, "Oh, can I can I be your scholar?" And I'm like, "What? I'm just the host of the show." Like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> That's what happens. Anytime anytime you mention Axie, yes, they ask if they can be your scholar. If they yeah. if you can be a manager. It's, so many people in the Philippines are looking for it because what you can earn from it, it can be at times it can be more than the minimum wage here per oh, month. Yeah. Oh, completely, completely. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's really the gift and the curse of um, Axie. So um, people in crypto, like I, I don't know if you guys spend much time on Twitter, but um, there is something called crypto Twitter. So um, it's basically a, a community within, like it's like a sub community in the Twitter space. Right, mm -hmm. which is kind of like all the crypto influencers, they basically spend most of the time tweeting and uh, following industry trends. And um, people started hearing about Axie and they would literally just mention Axie, like in passing, like they knew someone that was working in the field, but they themselves weren't working with anything to do with Axie. And they would mention the word Axie, infinity, right? And um, in the comments, you'd suddenly get spammed like a hundred like scholar applications, like everyone wanted a scholarship and it was absolutely <laughs> insane, right? And then we just, you know, that that was just one of the indications that this thing is going to be absolutely huge. So, so can you run us by some of the figures, Pete? Uh, why are why is it such a thing? Why do they get 100 people asking to be a scholar? What what are the earnings? How does it how does that work for people not familiar with it? Yeah, sure. So um, I think, as you mentioned, Vince, like uh, the prices of axes, they went up in the last uh, kind of months. So even if you look back to not even quite a year ago, right? Um, I think uh, at one stage back then, you know, axes were only around like five to ten dollars 
per anaxi, right? So it was very, very affordable. Um, and, you know, the, the, the people that already got into the game before it kind of blew up, um, they were able to kind of like accumulate axes at a very reasonable price. I mean, if you were talking about, uh, so one team is basically three axes. And if you imagine back then, if, if uh, an axie was basically $5, one team is $15. So very, very affordable. You know, you would probably spend that on any kind of like computer game, you know, to get started. Hi, this is Jason Law, best-selling author, speaker, and now the host of the Unique Life podcast, where I discuss the four different types of personalities so that you will know your strengths and weaknesses and that of others. Join me as we try to unbox life and the wonders of your own unique personality, only here in Podcast Network Asia. I'll catch you there. And then uh, what kind of happened in the subsequent months is, um, so uh, what, uh, there were a lot of kind of like uh, Axie OGs, we call them, like the, like the originals that, uh, that basically had been in the game for a long time. And one of the, the mechanisms in the game is that to be able to create more Axies, you need to be able to breed them, right? So to be able to create more teams, uh, you need to be able to do this breeding uh, mechanism, right? And um, these Axie OGs like started to breed like crazy. They started to have a lot of accounts, right? And then they were like, uh, okay, what am I going to do with all these Axies that I hold now? And um, as soon as Axie had released this new token, which was called the Smooth Love Potion, um, then it enabled basically the, the players who were playing with these accounts to actually earn the Smooth Love Potion and actually be able to convert it into you know, local currencies. So not just Philippine peso, but you know U.S. dollars, um, you know pounds, or like uh, you know uh, any currency kind of in anyone's local uh, and local country. So what happened is like um, some of these OGs, they started trying out uh, these programs called Axie scholarships, right? and they were like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna loan out those axes that um, that we're not using. And some of these guys were holding literally hundred thousand axes. Right. And it's kind of unheard of today because an Axie is like around $200 today, right? But um, what happened is like, you know, the, this loaning model became really, really popular, right? So um, uh, at the same time, kind of Axie blew up, like uh, in, in the Philippines, especially like loads of people started getting in and the prices of Axie started to skyrocket from like $5 to $200, right? So, okay, now that I've kind of diverted away from your question, but... Yeah, so today, if you were to look at the price of those uh, teams, you're probably paying around $600 for a team, which is okay. really out of the reach of most people, right? So uh, the people that already have teams at $600, uh, what they're doing is they are now leasing them out to scholars. And those scholars basically will play with the accounts for about three hours a day. And at the end of the month, will be earning uh, somewhere in the range of like around like two to kind of like $400 in a month, right? Uh, depending on like how much they play and how well they play, right? And um, what's happening is basically, um, as, as you mentioned before, right? Um, the, uh, the total earning of the scholar is kind of being split. So the, 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 the manager is saying, okay, well, in return for you spending time playing with my accounts, right? I will give you the majority of 
you know, uh, whatever you earned in that balance. So like 70%, and I'll keep 30% as, you know, part of like uh, the compensation for me loaning out those teams to you. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. So so they're earning around two to $400, depends. Because SLP is sort of an... It's sort of a crypto of its own. The price goes up and down. At its P, uh, I think SLP right now is at four pesos, but there was a point where it was twenty pesos each. Yeah, that's right. And I, I think um, uh, you know, uh, you guys mentioned it earlier as well. You know, uh, cryptocurrencies are also driven by supply and demand, right? So when there's more demand uh, and less supply, right, then you know, generally the token price uh, will go up, right? And actually you can, there are some tools out there, some monitoring tools, which allow you to see like exactly where supply and demand is for SLP. And that kind of helps you understand why the price is at what it is today. So um, I think because we had this massive explosion um, where, you know, there was a huge influx of, of players coming into Axie and, and, so if we compare it to kind of a year ago, right? I think we were something like five to ten thousand players, right? We look at it today. There's one and a half to two million players, like that people came in in the last year. So you can imagine, like that explosion just really created all this demand, right? And um, that's why the price really skyrocketed. But then, of course, it had to plateau at some stage. There are still ways for the game to continue to grow but it just had that very very explosive growth uh, in the last year dan how, how familiar are you with the whole axie infinity thing i'm just curious no so i'm i've been wanting to know more about axie and and i'm glad that i'm we are hosting this podcast and that peter is here because like probably everybody that i deal with is talking about it so, and so- i'm the only one who's like hmm and people are asking me all the time, oh, can you be my manager? And I'm like, guys, I'm not yet playing that, but I would love to do that. And now I think I'm going to start now that I know the benefits of everything. Yeah. So, so it's all because yeah. Well, well I, I want to ask you because in case we have listeners not familiar, because I, I already, I play the game and oh. I... I yeah I have scholars myself, so I'm very familiar. So it's one thing for people who aren't familiar. Um, is 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 this making sense? Is it too technical? Do you have extra questions or anything? It's not that technical yet, but okay. I love how he's explaining it because it's okay. like very clear. So how 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 does it work? Well, let's say I'm first time. I'm gonna play. So do I have to join a team? I can make my own team. I just buy the token. How does it work? Yeah, so you need to buy your first three axes. Um, you need to have one team, and that means it's three axes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, now, the interesting thing about that is right now, uh, to own axes, uh, you actually need to know a little bit about cryptocurrency. So it's kind of like teaching you, okay, um, let's, let's get into crypto. Uh, how do I buy this first crypto so that I can buy these first Axies? Now, Axies mm-hmm. actually trying to address this right now. Uh, they're trying to make it easier for you so that you can just use pesos to buy these Axies. But today, you can't use pesos to buy Axies directly. You need to buy something called Ethereum, which is uh, one of those yeah. top cryptocurrencies. Um, so it, it really kind of forces you, if you want to get into it right now, it, you have to learn at least what Ethereum is and how to buy Ethereum. Mm-hmm. 
So that's a, actually that's a great question from Diana. So yeah, so for our listeners, um, yeah, how do they start? So I think there's two things. So we have some listeners who want to earn uh, and and play the game. Uh, as you said, maybe they spend two three hours a day playing and they could earn uh four four hundred dollars give or take. Uh, but the other question is also how to be a manager. So I think those are two different things. So let's start with scholars. I think more people uh, would be leaning into that if they're listening and they want to be a scholar. How do they get started with that? Let me just make this clear from the start. So a, an Axie scholarship program is an unofficial program run by business owners, right? So it means that uh, every business owner is going to be different, right? So some are ethical, some are unethical. Right. And Axie does not, uh, they do not uh, vet any of these business owners. So it's completely independent of the game itself. Right. So you need to be very careful uh, which, you know, Axie scholarship you decide to join. Now, okay, how do you find these Axie scholarships? Now, many of them have websites, uh, many of them have Twitter accounts, uh, many of them you can find through local social media pages. So, um, for instance, Axie has an official Philippines community page. Right? You can go to the Facebook page of Axie Infinity, um, and you can find a list of uh, like kind of verified or you know listed uh, guilds. We call them, uh, and uh, they are kind of like listed on the page, and you can check whether like you know the name is there. But the chances are that this list is not hundred percent updated. Um, so you actually need to. Kind of like, I guess you need to do a little bit of research into uh, uh, who the guild is and what their reputation is. They can also come to Axie Academy. <laughs> they can, they can, but I, I don't like to uh, self-promote myself. But yes, absolutely, they can. But yes, you can totally promote yourself. That's please. the point of this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's one of the points. But but yeah, okay. So they need to. Uh, unfortunately, there's no like concrete. Uh, directory to find managers for scholars, so they just have to sort of go online, which is why anyone who mentions Axie, they, they sort of bombard with scholarship questions. And not to mention, there's limited spaces because even for Axie Academy, I think even you guys, you you recruit maybe you know a few dozen, if that, uh, at your peak, you were recruiting a few dozen a week, uh, and it's lowered, I, I know by now, uh, because of the expensive cost of Axies now. So, so it is difficult to find the scholarships, but I guess they just go online and anyone who mentions Axie, even when Diana mentions Axie at all, they start asking for scholarship, but that's sort of what they have to do, right? Yeah, yeah. every time we have a topic about Axies and like people are just like asking me and then bombarding me with DMs and all of these things and I'm like, guys, wait long. <laughs> Well, I'm not the right person for you to apply for this. I want to apply myself. You know, I want to join. <laughs> well, the right person is Pete. And so, Pete, let's yeah, say yeah. someone is qualified. I mean, yeah, someone does want to apply uh, for a scholarship. What do you look for? What are there? I mean, what do they need? Do they need like a college degree? Do they need what? Yeah. What are the qualifications you look for? Okay, um, so yeah, um, just bearing in mind that every Axie scholarship is basically its own unique business, right? And it's run by its own unique business owner. So every scholarship program is probably having a different onboarding process. So I can run you through what we look for in Axie Academy. So uh, literally, we are non-discriminatory, right? So um, we want to be able to provide. So the way we see this is like, um, you know, it's a it's a no cost 
way to start playing computer games for a living, right? So it's um, literally you have you don't have to make any investment whatsoever. If anyone asks you to make an investment, that's a big red flag already. And I know that some people already do that. So uh, already, if people ask you put down money, you know, to be able to play the game, don't do it. Like I think that's um, that's already a really big flag. Uh, other um, than if you're buying your own axes, that's different. But for a scholarship, correct. you shouldn't have to put any money down. Exactly. We're only talking about the scholarship programs now. So remember, you were, you were talking about like uh, the different scholarship owners or different businessmen, right? Or women, right? There, there are plenty of women that own scholarships too. Right? It's very non-discriminatory. What we look for, okay, so there, there is one important rule in Axie. You have to be 18 years and over to be able to play the game. Uh, why do you need to be 18 years over? Uh, because you're dealing with cryptocurrency, right? So the cryptocurrency aspect uh, makes it like uh, uh, only available for adults. There are ways to get around that, but generally we, we look for people who are 18 years and above. Then it doesn't matter, male, female, you know, uh, wherever you're from in the world, uh, it just so happens that we work very closely with Filipino communities, uh, but you know it doesn't matter who you are or what race or you know what your background is. Uh, we will on um, we will definitely consider you. Now, what's the next part that we would think about? We would look to see if you've done any kind of research uh, on the game itself. Now, the game. Like a lot of people like to think the game is completely super simple to play. It's actually not. So um, I'll be really honest, like, yeah, Vince is a great player, but Vince did a crazy amount of research uh, to get into the game. And I remember for his first days, didn't understand anything. And then, you know, you know, put in some hard hours into kind of like, you know, learning how to, you know, how the mechanics work, what the cards mean and so on. And if you are a gamer, you are definitely at an advantage because you're going to understand what the game mechanics are like, right? Then it's going to be harder but it's not impossible. So you've got to go watch some tutorials, like look for, uh, look for people who have uploaded tutorials, you know, onto YouTube. There's tons, like hundreds or maybe thousands now of tutorials and um, you'll get yourself at least a basic knowledge, right? And I think that's really going to help your application. Uh, why? Because we want people that really want to play the game for, you know, like consistently. And uh, I think something to understand is like, if you want an account, and like you said, the accounts are very limited, right? Um, who would you choose to play those accounts? Someone who's really willing to play two, three hours a day, or someone who wanted an account because they said, you know, oh, you could earn from it if, uh, you know, uh, just by kind of like logging in, you know, every day, but not actually putting that much effort into it, you know, because, um, what will happen is like your earnings will be low, then the, the manager's earnings will be low, and it probably won't be worth it for both parties, right? So uh, managers always want to see like people that really are committed because it uh, actually, I think you can kind of see it as because there is money involved, it really does become kind of um, part-time work, right? And you should kind of see it as some kind of time commitment on your end. Come listen to our podcast called Stories Philippines Podcast. The very first Pinoy Horror Anthology Podcast. Pakinggan ang mga kwentong nakakatakot, nakakakilabot, at hayaan mo kaming iparamdam sa iyo na hindi ka nag-iisa sa kinauupuan mo. 
available in all major podcast platforms powered by Podcast Network Asia. Stories Philippines Podcast. How do you select your scholars? Yeah, so very basic kind of questions. Like we'll we'll ask you about, you know, um, how does Axie work? You know, what are the gameplays? Oh, so you ask a few questions. Okay. Yeah, just some very, very basic kind of uh, onboarding questions. Pretty much be willing to play daily and be over 18. Yes. Okay. And if they're gamer, it's a plus. How about for managers? What do you recommend for people who don't have the time to play every day, but they they want to invest into this? They believe in crypto and NFTs. Is that possible? Even if a person doesn't have time, they can just be a manager and just recruit? 100%. 100%. So there's many ways to do it. Um, so so if there you go, Diana, you can be a manager now. Take notes. Wanna, you know, I'm taking so many notes from you. Today. You have no idea. Oh my gosh, you really have a whole page full. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do my homework. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, for the scholarship managers, right? Um, so yes, it's it's a considerable investment these days. I mean, you know, a year ago, if there was five dollars per an axie, then you know, not a problem. I think. For most people, they can afford it. But now today, you're looking at, you know, it's $600 per team. That's a serious investment, right? And something you should be very wary of is all of it is crypto-related, right? And under underpinned by kind of crypto. So what you, if you remember, you know, uh, the axes themselves are priced in Ethereum, right? So the first thing you need to do is buy the axie in Ethereum. So the question is, like, is that... Ethereum is is it going to go up or down? And I can't tell you that. I mean, like right now, yeah, we happen to be in what we call a bull market in you know in the investment space, and maybe yeah, Ethereum will continue to go up for now, right? And and you know the the value of your axes that you buy today might even continue to go up in a in valuation because they are priced in Ethereum. It's like me saying you know uh, buy those axes in Hong Kong dollar. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Hong Kong dollar gets stronger and stronger and stronger, you know, and then you want to uh, convert it back into Philippine peso. You will get more pesos back uh, because the Hong Kong dollar went up. Right. Something like that. Right. So that that's the way you've got to see it. Right. Yeah. You, exactly what Vince was saying earlier. You need to consider the risks of um, the SLP price fluctuation. And you can go literally from, you know, four pesos to 30 pesos. Right, uh, per an SLP, right, and th- it's such a huge difference, right? It's very, cr- it's a bit crazy to think like you know um, that your business suddenly could be making you know revenue at thirty pesos per an SLP, and then suddenly drop by like you know ninety percent or something, and then uh, and then completely be wiped out, like all your revenues wiped out, you know, overnight kind of thing. And that's something that you just have to be very, very wary of. So I think to be a, an investor in this, you need to be long-term, right? Uh, the, the, I mean, the current ROI, and I know you guys are very interested in uh, understanding, like, uh, you know, if you were to invest in this today, um, how fast would I get my investment back? That, so let's look. Yeah. Show me the money. I, th- I think we, we asked that on the show. So <laughs> I think now's a good time. Yeah. So yeah, if someone were to invest, what? Yeah, go on. Okay. So let's put it this way: a team cost around uh, is around six hundred dollars today, right? Um, that's at today's uh, 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 Ethereum rate 
uh, pro and, and axie, okay? Now, uh, the, a, a typical scholar might earn around, let's say, 4,000 SLP in a month, right? Um, that's around uh, $280, right? Um, the take-home, basically, for the guild manager from that 4,000 SLP, right, will be $84. That will be around 30% of what, he's, uh, what they're earning, right? Now, that 30%, um, uh, how long does it take to pay back that team cost? Probably around seven months right now. So um, the, the ROI calculation is constantly changing because of the SLP price fluctuation. Right? So if SLP is really high, ROI is going to be really fast. It's going to be even faster than seven months. Like at one stage, I think ROI was two weeks. It was ridiculous, right? What? Yeah, but it went as fast as that, but then it crashed, right? So SLP dropped all the way down, and now it's at a very reasonable seven months. Now, if you consider it from a business perspective, an ROI of seven months for any it's really good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Any ROI that's below two years is sort of like, be careful. That's a scam. That's a Ponzi. <laughs> Usually it'll be about, you know, three, four, five, maybe years. If it's like two years and below, that's, al that's already good. So be careful. It might, it might be too good even. So seven months is absolutely reasonable. Yes, exactly. And that, I think that's kind of why a lot of people are attracted to this. So you've got multiple upsides, right? So the first thing is the fast ROI. Um, the second part is you're investing in, in cryptocurrency. Right, uh, your axes are denominated in ETH, in Ethereum. Right, so if the price of Ethereum goes up, it means all your assets that you bought are actually going up in value compared to US dollars, right, or whatever you want to denominate against, right. But okay. yeah, generally it's going up in US dollar valuation, right. So like the the price of Ethereum, I think last year at some stage was six hundred dollars. I imagine owning axes at at six hundred dollars, right, and the Amount of ETH, so let's say it was 0.2 ETH, right? Now that 0.2 ETH uh, at today's valuation has probably more than, uh, I think it's gone at least five times or more, right? Because uh, the, the, so okay, my math is going to fail me right now. But uh, yeah, so if, if ETH was at $600, today ETH is nearly at $4,000, right? So that's more than, uh, more, yeah, around five yeah. times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is, like, your value of your axes has already gone up five times without doing anything. So already that's a very attractive uh, prospect, right? So it's high risk, high reward, right? So that's, mm -hmm. I think, people see it like that. But then the ROI aspect on having these assets being used and then providing a return in seven months is even, like, more attractive. So it just kind of, like, it's... Uh, it, it's it, yeah, because there, there, there are so many different elements to it, and then then it being a, like a very uh, like early game, and uh, probably being the first play to earn game, and having other play to earn games coming to join this space, and more like you know adding more value, like the the bigger the market grows, the the bigger the value of the whole space, okay. right? So, so you know, it, considering that actually might be very early days, you know, it'd be like trying to get into a tech company very, very early. You were just investing very early with that like really big upside. So lots of upsides. Uh, Pete, how many scholars do you have? 
<laughs> secret. So um, I, 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 so um, I, I will let you in on this, right? Uh, at some stage, you, uh, so you, you were saying that basically our breeding has started slowing down, and I wouldn't say it's because we are producing less SLP, right? Or, or we don't have the means to actually reinvest. I'd say it's because you don't want to get past a certain size at some stage. And I've been explaining this to a lot of people recently that if, um, imagine managing like 1,000 Axie accounts, right? How are you going to individually look at 1,000 accounts and see whether they're performing well, right? And the other thing is like uh, with the game, if the game were to change some mechanics and it needed you to change just one Axie per team, and the Axie is $200, and you have 1,000 accounts, what's the investment you need to change one Axie across 1,000 accounts? It's $200 multiplied by 1,000 accounts. It's $200,000. It's a quarter of a million dollars. Right? So you're Just saying you have 999 scholars. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is that it gets really, really complicated and expensive when you get okay. really, 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 really big. So I think, like, um, you know, for the people that want to start out at the beginning, you know, um, having a smaller and nimble scholarship program actually has a lot of perks, right? Um, it allows you to adapt to the the game changes, you know, very, very quickly. So I'm very uh, interested in starting mine as well, even if just as an investor. Like, sure. this is it's a huge market, Peter, that I, I really want more Filipinos to embrace, you know, because people are still like, I don't know if it's like the older generation has a stigma against anything that the newer generation is doing. Our generation is like creating things and they're like, oh, I'm not a, ready to invest in that. Is that real? You know, like they, they, they we need to, um, I think it's our role now as, as we are the adults of this generation, we have to teach them, them as well for them to understand what is it, what is coming, what is about to to take over the world. And I think it's better than having your money in the bank. That's definitely for sure. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I'll, I'll let you into some of my secrets. Like, uh, like I, I haven't even told my parents about Axie. You know, I don't want to explain it to them. I think they're going to find it like, uh, uh, a scam as well. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter how many hours I probably, uh, you know, try to explain it to them. They probably won't uh, get it, right? So I, I just didn't even try, right? But um, in the meantime, you know, you surround yourself with people that believe, you know, and um, I really, I understand the technology, right? And I think that's my advantage, right? is um, uh, I spent time learning the technology and understanding why, um, exactly why Vince and you, yourself, like you were talking about NFTs and all of the assets in these games, these play to own games like Axie Infinity, they're all NFTs. So why are they more valuable than like regular game assets, right? You've got to study it, but they are, it, it has basically, it's part of a new technology era. And it's exactly what you said, like, you need to understand what new technology has been introduced here to understand the, the new value and why people are so excited about this. And, um, you know, yeah, you should be questioning, like, is this a Ponzi? Is this a Ford? Like, um, you should question that, right? That's very natural for any business owner or an investor, right? 
And um, but then I think once you understand what the technology, uh, the new technology is about, and uh, what changes have been made, and you know, uh, I would just give you an example from Axie, right? And a lot of people don't know this. Axie does not create the characters for the game players, right? They only created like the first, I think it's around like ten thousand Axies in the whole game. So if we're at a million players right now. So that means you need at least three million axes, right? Uh, right, because uh, it's it's three per team, right? So who created the other axes from the ten thousand to the three million? So what people don't realize is the community did. That's the community. It's the community owns all those axes. Like um, they're the ones that bred the axes, right? Um, and they own it. So. You know, that means they believed in the game. Uh, they wanted more people to be able to play the game, right? Um, they saw that there was demands, right? So, you know, Vince owns Axies. I own Axies. Other, like, uh, probably like a, uh, have like a couple hundred thousand people own Axies, right? And we all believe that, you know, there is this new generation of gamers that are going to come in and play with these, uh, with these Axies because there is that demand for it. Okay. So that that's so important. People don't realize that. Like Axie does not own all the game assets. It's not like Fortnite, where you know in Fortnite, did you have to pay for a game character? Right. Now yeah. all the, the characters are free, but that's because the game characters are all owned by the game publisher, by the game maker, right? And this time, like Axie has flipped it around, right? And they said no, the community is going to own all the game characters. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll recap a little bit for the people that would like to know more if they cannot watch this again i hope they, they get i hope they get to watch the full episode once again for them to understand better but uh basically well with with having peter here we can all understand that this is a growing market and this is something that we hope that everyone can start learning more about it like it started like Probably a year ago, like like what Peter said, was like five to ten dollars, and then now it's worth two hundred dollars. And if you want to have a team, you have to buy three, which means you have to spend at least six hundred dollars. That's why there's a lot of people trying to be scholars here. And I think even if you don't have the time, maybe you should take a little bit of your time. And I'm sure everybody has priorities in life, so make this a priority as well, just for you to always be informed of what's what is about to come and even if you don't have the time to play you can still be an investor by being a manager right and recruiting more people to play with you and at the same time you're going to be investing in cryptocurrency which is really important to have right now especially after this pandemic it just grew like so huge it's a market well i have been extremely interested in studying about this all the time especially because i have to host different shows that talked about it all the time. So I'm like extremely involved with people that are doing cryptocurrency and I'm like, I have to start mine. I have to, and especially Axie. So thank you, Peter. Uh, we would like to ask you also a question. What is the piece of advice you give to all these people that to all everyone watching right now, the young money watchers and our viewers, nothing, our viewers here that would like to invest or they would like to start, uh, just give us, just your best advice. I'm just going to go with the traditional cryptocurrency advice. And we have this saying, uh, it's, it's called do your own research, 
right? Because no one's going to do it for you, right? So it's called DYOR, and you'll see it around a lot in uh, any cryptocurrency community. Um, we are dealing with like a, a, a nascent technology. It's very early days, right? Um, there are, you know, um, people trying to scam people all around. Like I said, like with Axie scholarship programs, you should not be paying to join an Axie scholarship program. If anything, the scholarship program owner needs, you know, the scholars, right? And, um, you know, it's a, it's a two-way deal, right? Yeah, you know, I have an account, you play with my account, and then because you put in the time, uh, you get paid for your time, right? And, you know, and you reward me back because you borrowed my account, right? So it's a, it's already a, a reciprocal deal. Um, and look out for scammers. There, there are a lot around. Okay, there you go. And if people want to reach out to you or apply for a scholarship or have more questions, where can they find you? Please promote uh, yourself. <laughs> don't feel don't feel anything about it. You're here for us to really put the word out there, and we would love for you to do that. Sure. Um, so I'm a very shy marketer, um, but you can find me on Twitter. So I'm Peter underscore Ing, I-N-G. So uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> okay, we, we are uh, both on uh, Twitter and on Facebook. So you can actually find us, um, Axie Academy on Facebook and again, Axie Academy on Twitter. So um, yeah, look, look for us. Thank you so much, Pete. Learned a lot, but there's so much more to it. So they can check you out on uh, Facebook. Well, Axie Academy on facebook it should be a uh, it should pop up when they search for it if they want to apply for scholarships or you do have streamers there as well who stream the game and maybe they can learn from them but thank you for all the advice um diana has an nft show maybe we can talk uh, uh afterwards as well maybe we can have you guest on there uh yeah. sometime definitely sure. yeah. i would love that definitely love learned it. a lot so there's, there you go, guys. Our guest, uh, Peter Ng from Axie Academy here, joining us on this podcast, the Young Money Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, my name is Vince from WhenInManil.com, together with... My name is Diana Menezes. And uh, this was the Young Money Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. See you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.